Welcome to the Love the Skin You're In podcast with Nisi and Bill, where we hope you too can find body acceptance and self-empowerment through nudism. Welcome to episode 11 of the Love the Skin You're In podcast. In this episode, we sit down with Yael. Yael calls herself the Universe Whisperer and is an example of the diversity of the nudist lifestyle. In our everyday life, we would probably have never crossed paths with her. Her outlook and approach to life are very different from ours. This episode is more about being on a personal journey that includes social nudity rather than a social nudity journey. Yael brings a perspective to this lifestyle that is as empowering as it is unique. Her perspective and story will resonate with people that Bill and I probably would never reach, and that is what makes it amazing. As different as we are, nudism has brought us together and has exposed us to people who we would probably have never interacted with in the textile world, and we are better for it. Yael is a wonderful person, and we are proud to have her and her husband as part of our tribe. Ladies and gentlemen, we are happy to be able to introduce you to our friend, the Universe Whisperer. Hello, welcome back to the Love the Skin You're In podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nisi. And here with us today, again, coming from Oak Lake Trails Nature's Park in Depew, Oklahoma, we have Miss Yael with us. And I said it right. You said it perfectly. I, I Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, um, again, folks, we're recording here at the resort. It is a busy place. So if you hear some echo, it's because we're in the clubhouse. If you hear doors or pianos, we've had all kinds of noises come up from up the <laughs> stairs. We're upstairs, but, you know, the sound does travel in the building. So that's what makes it great because we're with our people. And you're going to hear some of our people whether we want you to or not. <laughs> so that's part of it. So, so again, so, well, welcome to the podcast, Al. We're so glad you decided to sit and talk with us and uh, we're going to get right into this so where are you originally from for me that's kind of that's always a I always wonder why people ask that is it the weird name or is it because I'm not from around here obviously or because we ask everybody (laughs) (laughs) I know I know Um, I was born in Israel I was raised in Chicago Uh, the weird name is uh, it's actually a common Hebrew name Okay. Um, Funny so you said weird. I thought it was cool. So I mean, you. I say appreciate weird. No, that. Honestly, Thank I mean, you. No. I embrace it now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't for a long. I didn't yeah. when I was little, and then I was self-conscious about it for a while. I never gave it up, but I used an alias for a long time. Yeah. Um, Ooh, what was your alias? I went by Lynn. It was. Uh, I, I I literally picked it out of thin air. Um, I wanted something easy that people could pronounce. People uh-huh. could, you know, you can't screw it up when you read it, when you spell it, when you write it. Mm-hmm. You can't screw it up. So, gotcha. Okay, line. <laughs> I just screwed it up. You didn't catch that? That was a joke. <laughs> line. <laughs> All right. Bad dad joke. Yes, I am a dad. Apparently. I caught it after you said yeah. joke. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so, so, growing up, um, you know, you. Obviously, you're from mm-hmm. a religious family because you have a Hebrew name. No, I nope. We're not no, religious. I screwed that up at all. <laughs> oh, that's that. So it ended with the name. Well, <laughs> I 
was raised Jewish, but not religious. Okay. okay. I mean, we didn't like do the Sabbath. I mean, I I went to Hebrew school, so I knew a lot. I did know a lot of, uh, you know, Jewish and Orthodox, and you know, all different levels of Judaism. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't we didn't keep kosher. Um, I, I, my mom is, I call it, uh, she's selective, selectively kosher. Oh, okay. okay. So <laughs> when it suits to her convenience, she says, no, I can't eat that. It's not kosher. Just because she doesn't like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I might be selectively kosher. <laughs> so, so growing up, how was nudity treated in your home growing up? Uh, well, we didn't talk about any, we didn't like have conversations about anything. Sure. So nothing about, I never had, we never had any sex sex conversations or anything like that. Um, my mom walked around naked all the time. It was no big deal. Um, what about the kids? Um, I was trying to remember that we always wore clothes at least uh, as of school age. I don't, I don't know about when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was a big deal. Um, my dad walked around in his tidy whiteies and sometimes a dago you know dago tea um but you know he was it was no big deal sure. when company came though you have clothes on okay. i mean that was that's you know that's family yeah. yeah that's with the family it's no big deal yeah that's okay. a lot more liberal yeah. than most of our guests actually that you know right, up. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're the first person who had you know I mean, any kind of exposure yeah. to, to any yeah, kind of nudity. Put clothes on the company. That's the first time yeah. I yeah. guessing we had to put clothes on for company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. If, someone's yeah. In, if someone's in the house, then yeah, you put clothes on. So, so growing up, did you have a positive body image? Was it that freedom of being able to be comfortable in the house, did that contribute to your body image in any way? Um, bad or? Well, I'm, for me, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with my body image. It was my self image. Okay. It was, I, I thought it was ugly. I was, um, I just, I had, I felt horrible about myself. Um, I was, I, my dad was abusive. My mom is, uh, uh, undiagnosed Asperger's is okay. basically okay. Um, absolutely they didn't emotional. Know what that was back then. Right back yeah. then, that yeah. was that was not a thing. Yeah. Um, and so there's no emotions. There were no emotions. Like I said, we didn't have conversations about stuff because nothing came up. Yeah. You know, we we you know we had kind of schedules. My mom is very rigid in her schedules. Thursday night errands, Saturday morning stuff. You know, Sunday was laundry. You know, we had like scheduled stuff. We talked about that stuff, but there were no actual, there were no conversations. There were no, I love you's. There were no, no hugs and kisses and that kind of stuff. So it was just, it was kind of a, it was kind of cold. So I felt Mm -hmm. horrible about, about myself because my dad was very controlling and he kind of made it very, I, I, I couldn't have friends. Um, and he, he was very intimidating, um, and he was very strict, um, and he would yell at me in front of my friends. Um, less so if I brought some, if I did bring somebody over, it was, it kind of calmed it down a little bit because he didn't want to embarrass himself. Uh-huh. Um, but, but it wasn't about you, it was about him. Right. It was, I, I didn't realize that at the, at the time, but, um, but yeah, it was about him. He just, um. Oh, he was yeah. all messed up. Okay. So, <laughs> right, so, right. As you as you came into young womanhood and yeah. your body started to change and things, how how did the the, the self image that you were talking about? How did that change as your body changed? And I actually, when I got to high school, I kind of redefined myself. I remade myself. I was going to be popular because in grade school I wasn't. Sure. Um, and in high school, when I got to high school, I was gonna I was gonna have friends. Damn it. And my dad's not going to stop me. Right. Um, 
And I, be, I ended up, I became promiscuous. Okay. Um, and I was, my, that was the only, I always thought that was the only reason anybody wanted to hang out with me. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it was, you know, I was, you know, the conversations all had to do with sex. And, you know, I did, you know. So, so nudity was, became, yeah. uh, is, was strictly it was a sexual, sexual thing. thing. It was always a sexual thing. Always a sexual thing. thing, yes. So as you became an adult, did that mm -hmm. start to change or? After I had kids, um, I, my, I became a little more confident in myself. Um, and not because of, because I had kids, but or because I was raising the kids. So I felt a little more because I've, I'm mom. I'm everybody's mom. I'm, you know, I was the neighborhood mom, and I was very proud of that, be, mm -hmm. probably because of the influence my mom had. Sure. It was I became everything that she was not. Um, and I, it sounds horrible to say, you know, it kind of sounds Well, no, horrible, I, but. I can understand, what, especially when you're talking about someone who's on the spectrum and there right. wasn't a spectrum. So you, right. She, she, her behaviors, you understand as an adult, right. looking back, that okay, right. that was that was indicative of her being on the spectrum. Right. So, yes, you're going to learn from. We learn everything right. from our parents. Well, everything so, we do as a parent, we learn right. from our parents, be it good or bad. Today, you know, what I do <laughs> for a living is I'm an emotions expert. Oh boy. I help people understand their emotions and understand like how their emotions affect how they think, what they do. You know how. I, law of attraction is yeah. the energy you put out is the energy you're going to get sure. back. And if you don't understand the energy you're putting out, um, then you're not, you're just sitting there going, what the hell is happening to my life? Right. <laughs> right, right. And we've all been there. Sure. So um, you're talking about being a mom. Mm -hmm. You talked about your experience with your mother. Right. Uh, how did you handle nudity with your children when they were growing up? Um, I was pretty... Um, Cons uh, conservative or whatever I don't know um, I, we wore clothes around the house sure. it was nudity was not my kids weren't comfortable around it my ex-husband was not he was he fell into the uh, nudity of sex yeah. it, it's always that um, he had a horrible mindset as far as the, as far as his relationship to sex mm -hmm. um, and so that we, we, we weren't naked around the kids. Yeah. It was yeah. absolutely just not yeah, done. Not a thing. Not, not a thing. Not a thing okay. at all. No. But my kids knew if there, if there was nobody home, my kids knew if when you come home, you might want to knock on the door because I'm probably naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're consulting our notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for the okay. lull. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, that I was four times, I wasn't sure like, that one right you were on. my finger. So at what point was social nudity brought into your world? Your, uh, yeah, well, yeah. here's the, um, with my, with my ex-husband, we did, um, we lived in Florida for a while and we were kind of trying to be more adventurous or whatever. And I, I did check one out um, and I said, let's go check it out. Let's, you know, whatever. Uh, and you, you say one, you're talking about a resort Just or a, beach a or? resort. Oh. It was a resort um, and we, you know, they took us around in the golf cart, showed us a, So it was you know, your idea? It was my idea. Okay. Um, and I don't think that, I don't think that he got naked. I'm not even sure that I did. Okay. It was pretty much just kind of checking out the scene. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, I don't, 
I didn't, I didn't care for his energy about sex. Mm-hmm. So he said he was okay with it, but I didn't, I didn't get that vibe. So I never, I never pushed the topic or anything with him again. Mm-hmm. So I, it never came up again. So, so at that point you mm-hmm. talked about how mm-hmm. nudity was sexual. Were you starting to change that opinion in your mind? Is that what brought you to check it out? You wanted to... Well, I, I, had, I had started kind of stepping into myself at that point. Uh, when we moved to Florida, I, was, um, I had gone through several of my own stories, um, and I, I was kind of exploring myself and getting to know myself. Um, and as you, know, as you learn more about yourself is how your confidence grows. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and a uh, little tidbit, side note here that's going to come up later on is your energy is how you feel about yourself okay. at any given time it's how you feel about yourself when you're when you're feeling crappy about yourself your energy is low um, when you're when you're excited about something you're feeling good about yourself you're you know you want to you want to share the joy mm-hmm. um, so your energy is high yeah so our, when um, it comes to nudity our energy is high because we want to exactly. share because right. the benefit it has for us so yeah, right. our energy is awesome. okay that's why i said that you're going to have to help me stay reeled in because i'm listening yeah. to the stories and I, I did listen to your stories today um, and I, I could just go on forever talking with you guys. I, I would love to. I would love to do this again if this works out. So yeah, okay, just say well, it. Okay. We'll put the bumper guards up. All we'll, right. We'll, we'll okay. Oh, well, thank you. Well, so that first the mm-hmm. first time right. you didn't actually get to experience right. social nudity. Right. You but I knew the world existed. Right. But I knew the world so existed. So what was at that point. your actual first? experience okay um with my now husband um we have been traveling and um we got a job offer we were we were traveling and we were working at a senior retirement community Mm -hmm. and looking for something else we were doing work a working couples thing at the time in our in the rv um and we got a job offer at cedar creek in south carolina Okay. Is that um, a nudist resort? It is a oh, nudist okay. resort. Oh, okay. And we well, had the job offer. Way to open a door. Well, no, both of us, both of us, even when it came up, I, neither of us like blinked an eye. Oh, really? Yeah, neither of us blinked an eye. We're like, oh, cool, a job. You know, and we were excited because we're always naked at home. Sure. Um, so, you know, it was like, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, cool. So, so we got, we landed the job and, you know, and then that was our first, that was actually our first experience, you know, within the community and being a part of it and stuff like that it was very very exciting and here we are we're still in the community more yeah, so absolutely. now living here yeah so for you you mentioned that you're you're married now and you're mm-hmm. new to the house all the time you were at the time mm-hmm. um especially where your background like you said nudity was sexual so when did when did it finally click we call it an aha moment but when 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 did you retake the definition of nudity i guess when when did it when did it go from being something strictly sexual to something being totally comfortable after i had um up until 2010 i i was a serial monogamist (laughs) i was always in a relationship okay um and then after 2010, 
um, I, at this time, I'd been a single mom for 10 years. Um, but then in 2010, I broke up with that. I was engaged, and we broke up. That didn't work out. And then I remained single after that. For the first year, I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Nobody wants me. You know, I've got baggage. I've got, you know, all Kids, this stuff. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So who the hell is going to want me? Yeah. And, you know, that my mindset was, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to die lonely. Or I'm going to die alone. Oh. Um, and then eventually I just kind of... Um, I kind of sidetracked myself in order to, um, I stopped thinking about, you know, who I'm dating and, you know, who I'm, I started thinking about who I'm attracting. Mm-hmm. So I, I was attracting a lot of married men. Um, I was attracting um, people who were unavailable. Um, Be it physically, emotionally, whatever. Right, yeah. exactly. I was, so I, I started kind of looking at myself. Um, and then at that point, I was just, my whole energy had changed and the, I was just, I became, I purposely, um, I wanted to become more comfortable within myself, period. Okay. So I, you know, as far as the physical, right. right, as far as the physical, as far as just, you know, that I started answering a lot of my own spiritual questions, you know, ex- the existential stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the stuff that most people, you know, are uncomfortable even thinking about, I've actually answered those questions for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but that's where my confidence is, is because I feel like I know who I am. But because of that, I feel like as I meet people, I, I get a good read on people. So, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something we talked about in... You, I, we, I, I hope it's not a unique human experience, but it seems to be unique to the noose experience that when you are here at a resort or in, mm-hmm. a, in a noose environment, you actually talk to the, the person. You get mm-hmm. to know them on a... Uh, the, the conversation right. is so personal. Because right. All the other stuff is stripped away and, you know, they talk about you, people look each other in the eyes for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I think you heard in my story, I told the story of my ex-wife, you know, mm-hmm. being large-chested her whole life. Right. It was the first time in her life someone looked her in the eyes. <laughs> you know, she had a No, I understand, yeah. So, I mean, so that, that human connection, I, I wish it was like that in the rest of society, but, you know, in this environment, it really is, you know, something that's, you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about the personal. The, 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 so, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> now I'm starting. I have to put myself back on the rails. Um, you mentioned you're, you, you had two you, two children. Uh-huh. Do they know moms and nudists now? They know. Yeah. What they are, want what, they what? want mom to be happy. Mom's yeah. happy. They don't. What, they what don't does, care. They, they, they live in Chicago. Um, they they don't travel, so no. you know they're they're not going to come visit. Um, and if they did, they don't care if any, if everybody else. They probably wouldn't get naked. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. don't care about you know, funny, everybody well, else. We, all of our kids know, and, and one of our sons is like, "Oh, mama." That was, <laughs> that was literally. My kids his, were not surprised at all. That was his reaction. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I, I am I, I I have a suspicion that they have a nudie household too because <laughs> every time we FaceTime with them, yeah. my grandson uh, is nude. Okay. And um, he's eight. Or he's in. <laughs> he's not a little one. He's eight. Or, oh, okay. Well, okay. I, mean, I was picturing since, a toddler. Okay. Since he was little. Since he was little, but no, he's eight and, now. Or like, he's just in underwear. Right. And um, our daughter in law, you can only see her from here up <laughs> and my son is only from here up and he never has a shirt on so I, yeah. yeah we have a sneaking suspicion I, have, I think um 
what I've, I've figured out that for me, for this lifestyle, what I appreciate, or this community actually specifically, I've, we've been to other communities you know, along our travels, um, but specifically, we love the energy here specifically. Um, I think that, uh, I lost that thought, hold on. No. Oh, no. Where'd it go? Oh, the lifestyle. Um, for me, what I appreciate is, well, I do, I love being naked, but what I appreciate is the freedom the feeling of freedom. I kind of feel like in the outside world, they have rules. They have stupid rules. You know, like, like you have to wear certain clothes. You know, you have to present yourself in a certain way. Every morning. Societal norms. Exactly. Yeah. Every morning, they have to, you have to know who you're going to run into. How do you want to present yourself? Is this too casual? Is this too dressy? Right. Is this too, you know, is this too sexy? Is this too, you know, frumpy? Whatever, they have to decide every day because, you know, whatever. But in here, nobody gives a damn. Sure. And everybody appreciates that nobody cares. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I was, we went to the store earlier. Um, so I was in jeans and a long sleeve shirt. Um, but when I went outside, it, it was still chilly. Yeah. So before I came here, I changed into this, and I'm now wearing a wraparound blanket. Yeah, <laughs> and I, it's yeah. so fuzzy. I love this thing. Does it have a heater in it? It does. Yeah, it does. I saw her yeah, light. Yeah, this is, this is good. This is good even I'm without. I'm sitting here nude. I'm sitting here nude. I know. I, that's why I said it. If you could send him a link where, Ab I, where he could get absolutely. that. Absolutely. Christmas I will send list? it to you. Christmas list? Oh, okay. <laughs> I will send it to you. Yeah, but, yeah, but until she gets a hot flash, and then it'll be... <laughs> Oh, that's all right. Time. Nobody cares when you take it off. I have not gone public with my hot flashes until just now. Well, you have now. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't get them. My husband does. So he's, he says it's menopause. So, we ask this question of a lot of folks, but just okay. judging from our conversation, your personality, I probably already know the answer, but... Do, do your non-nudist friends know you're a nudist? Absolutely. I was going to yeah. say, I yeah. have no I, doubt. Absolutely. Everybody knows Yale. When <laughs> I know it. I, just, I, could just get, I could get it. So what kind of reactions have you gotten from people you've known most of your life and they find out this is where you're at in your life now? A lot of times, um, a lot of times the reaction we get is, um, you know, like, uh, well, I'm not coming to visit you. <laughs> You know, or you can you can come see us. Yeah, you know, yeah. instead of you know, they they have no interest in whatever. Do, you, do any of your friends like in our last? We've had a couple different people we've interviewed today, and they, I did they have talk, so I did have someone uh, come meet me, come meet up over here. He was we were three hours that way, and he was an hour that way, and we uh, met in them, and we told him we we're going to be here, so he drove the hour, and he, I said, well, you know, it's a nudie place. He's like, oh, it's okay, awesome. and he'd never been, and he was he was fine, and. Yeah. And he plans to come visit us, you know, when he can. That's great. Again, so I, awesome. I introduced him to this. Do, you, do you get questions from your friends? We, we found a lot of times people, Sometimes. their first reaction is like, oh, my God. Then they, oh, wait a minute, and they start asking questions. Yeah. And then the, and they're asking the right questions, right? right? So mm -hmm. when people start asking the right questions, yeah. it's like, okay, this is, do you get a mm -hmm. lot of that? We, 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 did, we get a lot of that. So yeah. You know, you're, in your experience, you have that yeah. as well? Yeah. I, the main thing is... Um, I, I do also have some people who just completely ignore the fact. Yeah. You know, they just... Um, they ignore it. They're like, oh, right. okay. They, if they ignore it, because, you know, when I, if I do a video call with them or something, I, I put clothes on. Sure. You know, I, I always have a shirt on or whatever. At least a shirt. Sometimes just a shirt, but... <laughs> the, the, the camera only goes... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so as far as that goes, there's a lot of times, like, um, you know, in my professional life, some people, you know, I, if 
if it comes up, I'll tell them. But if it doesn't come up, yeah, I kind of gauge the energy, sure. you know, see how, see how they'll feel about it. Cause some people are just aren't ready, Yeah, you know, and especially, and especially in my, especially in my line of work, that's, that's what I do is I, they're not ready for that. They, they, they'll get to that. Yeah. I'm teaching them how to not judge themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's probably why they're stuck wherever they're stuck, which is why they came to me for help in the first place. Right. Now, you mentioned your work. So, now, mm-hmm. do you feel from your perspective, professional perspective that nudity is a tool that you would you use in your profession or is it something that comes up depending on the situation? Or I mean, I, we've talked to uh, a, a lady who does a lot of work with body positivity mm-hmm. and she... She does retreats and things for women, and she's not a nudist, but mm-hmm. she uses nudity as part of that empowerment. That's right. You know that women get to take back their bodies, and they, they get together in a safe environment, yeah. and they use that as part of it. Is that something you do in your profession, or is it something you? It would is. Do well, it's something I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, uh, but I, I do. I encourage, I encourage people to figure out. Find your comfort zone, know your comfort zone, know your happy place. I love that you use that term often. Um, Know your happy place, but step out of your comfort zone. Just kind of inch your way out of your comfort zone. You know, you don't have to like jump all the way in. You know, if you want to show up, if we were to use this as an exercise, Mm -hmm. you know, what if you just showed up here and you don't have to take your clothes off? You the only know, but how you do here is if you're physically in the water. Exactly. So there's plenty of opportunity. Exactly. To... So if it's just something, if it's just something that's just uncomfortable, yeah, I would encourage somebody to just come check it out, just sure. to step mm-hmm. out of their comfort zone, because I think that's, I think especially once they kind of they immerse themselves into the lifestyle and get to talking to anybody here, mm-hmm. um, you learn how to not judge yourself, you know, because you're learning that people around you aren't judging you right you know all the judgments that you have going on in your head they're just in your head right that's good so and that's um and you know and then if you're comfortable then you know lose the clothes you know and then see how see how that feels you know or do that next time or you know or don't that's okay too i i can't think of maybe one or maybe two times in the last seven years or so that someone has come as to shut up a spouse or, mm-hmm. you know, you say it's very rare that we never see them again. Right. You have that conversation. Uh, we mm-hmm. love the conversation pool. We love that they call it the conversation pool because that's what it is. I've had some of the most amazing <laughs> conversations in my life. Yeah. Naked as the day I was born with people I've never <laughs> met before. And, you, you, and people that you wouldn't have ever talked normally. To what, what I think is fun is the people who came here kind of playing chicken with their spouse. You know, like, like, oh, you won't do it. Or, you know, like. Don't you dare dare me. Exactly. (laughs) They kind of showed up on a dare and like, all right, fine. Kind of to shut them up. Yeah. Thinking that they'll get here and then, you know, their spouse will be, you know, thinking that they're going to sway their spouse. And then they wind up embracing, you know, embracing what they learned. Yeah, exactly. Denise, that's, that's Denise, us. Yeah. Is it? Denise, yes. She she wanted she came with a, with me because she knew it was important to me. We uh-huh. talked about this with our last couple. I'll be honest, you had to coax me. With I did with three Drummond. So yeah, we made a de- I, I made a bargain. I took her to see the Pioneer Woman, and then we came here the next day. So we made, <laughs> we made a weekend of it. No, but um, we were talking about it with our previous guests, and they're talking about when when a spouse or a significant other mm-hmm. has a has a real 
emotional connection to something. They say to you, this is really important to me. I really mm-hmm. would like to do this. It's very hard not to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. because you, you care for your person. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to disappoint them. You, right. you can obviously see mm-hmm. that it's important enough that there's, they're really mm-hmm. imploring you to give it a try. Right. And that's kind of where Denise was because I had... I had been married for over 20 years previously and in our early part of our marriage, we were nudists and then the kids came along and things started to change. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I went through my personal journey from ending in a marriage, I started thinking to myself, what is important to me now? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've lived in this relationship for the longest time. It was not, it's about me now. I, I, I need to figure That's me out. That's the energy thing. Yeah, yeah. That I had was... to figure me out and I realized I really missed this mm-hmm. being being a nudist so when denise and i got together we told we weren't even married at the time we were, uh-huh. we were living together but she she agreed to come and she's literally driving the bus because she's told me we are moving here she didn't ask me <laughs> so no we're moving well even the day we joined yeah the, the day we joined, i was like go yeah go, go right now. now i'd go like now. i'd love if you don't mind i'd like to tell the story of like why why we're here and how we got here sure yeah oh actually, yes yeah. please so we've been traveling my Business name is the Universe Whisperer. So what I do is I end up I, like I said, I kind of see energy. Um, I kind of feel it, and um, I I see the signs. I see the sign. The universe is showing you signs of if you're going in the right direction, or if you took a detour, how to get how to help you get back on track and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you know your energy as it goes up and down. You kind of sometimes it's rockier than other times, and sometimes it's like wee, you know, and you're just kind of sailing through they make life. Medicine for that, right? I know, <laughs> I know. That's a whole, that's a whole conversation. We'll have another time. <laughs> um, so, um, in our travels, my husband and I have been traveling. Um, and we've been kind of, I, I, when I sold the house in Chicago, um, I bought my house from my parents 20 years after they bought it. Um, I got divorced in 99, bought the house in 2000, and my dad died in 2001. Um, I kept the house for 20 years, and then when I sold the house, it was a wee yeah. Everything just, just started flowing. That's when my husband and I, my now husband um, and I reconnected. We actually dated in high school. Um, We dated for three months. We were each other's first loves. And like I said, it it lasted a whopping three months at the time. (laughs) That's a long time back then. It was. That was was my record at the time. Exactly. but so we went our separate ways and then we just kind of, we each got married, had kids, lived lives, blah, blah, blah. And then life brought us back around. Um, right as I was putting my house for sale, by the way, or right as my house the was selling. The universe is starting to give you those signs. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So he and I reconnected and then, you know, we end up, and then the house ends up selling within five weeks. Yeah. Um, from the day I put it on the market to the day I got the, to the closing date was five weeks. Wow. Um, because I, I was at that point I was in la la land, head over heels, you know, Ken and I are back together and oh my God, I can't believe this. And I forgot to worry about the house (laughs) and when I forgot to worry about it. So it happened. Sure. So, and the reason Ken and I got together is I was so busy planning my travels and getting all excited about the freedom and all that stuff. Um, I forgot to, I forgot how lonely I'd been. Like for so many years, I'd been so lonely. And then I, I just got busy living my life. I totally forgot. And then Ken showed up. 
Um, and then, like I said, with the house selling and stuff like that. Um, anyway, so let's move into current day. Um, my husband and I have been traveling and at his last job, working jobs a couple months here, a few months there for the last three years-ish. Um, and then at the last job, um, the last job he was at, he, I, my work is virtual, so I can do my work anywhere. Um, he is, he does maintenance. Uh, he was doing maintenance for a proper, the, uh, the property that lit, we were living in the apartment. Um, and he was, it was a nicer place than the last place we'd been. Um, the apartment was fantastic. Um, but he was, you know, not really thrilled with the job, but we were saving to move here. Okay. We wanted to live here. We were planning to come here probably by spring or summer of next year. Mm -hmm. And one day he, he sent me a link. Apparently, OLT needs a maintenance guy. So I was like, hey, let's throw it out there, see what the universe has to say. First thing they say is no, right? Exactly. Let's, I mean, he has a job. That it's a nice job making decent money and, you know, nice apartment with it and stuff like that. Worst case, they say no, we stay here, you know, well, keep and banking and, you know, move yeah. there next year. Sure. Um, so we updated his resume and submitted it, and then they called him for an interview. We're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, interview went well and they offered him the job um, but we still didn't we don't we sold our RV because we were in the apartment now um, so we're like well even if you're giving us a lot we don't have anything to put on it um, and then uh, Heather called him up 40 after he turned down the job because we had nothing to live in sure um, Heather said you know hey we have one you can rent you know for a very you know a very low you know very reasonable amount um, so at that point, we're like, the, the universe is not letting us get out of this. Yeah, <laughs> we need to be here now, apparently. So I've been like very excited about just like, I know something's coming like soon because the universe wanted us here now, yeah. right. um, not in the spring or, you know, next year or whatever. So, um, anyway, so I heard your podcast and I was like, I wanna do hey, <laughs> I'm really excited. Now I'm you're excited with your all the new people tribe. here and stuff like that. So, so you've been you 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 went to what was it Cedar Cedar Creek Cedar Creek. Did mm -hmm. you 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 worked there as well? Right, we so, both worked there. Yeah, um, but so, we were not allowed to be nude while we were working. That really? was very annoying. Oh. because because we worked there, they did they wanted us to professional image, uh, yeah no the professional it. image we couldn't be nude while we were working okay. um so there we were, we were nude, yeah, yeah, they, yeah they don't care yeah. um mm. so, so that was kind of living in a nudist community and, and of course embracing and living a nudist lifestyle what is your favorite part about being a nudist what what what, what is the, the thing that the people the, the people the people the stories the energy oh my god yeah it, it's like it's a high it's literally a high for me. That's great. Just as I as I meet people, the people I talk to, and the stories I hear, and I just and that really parlays into what our podcast is about: is being comfortable in the skin you're in. Exactly. You know, love the skin you're in because exactly. the, you you're around people that just accept you for who you are, and you, and you it it all this stuff just kind of goes away. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it, it's a very, it's a big part of our life, obviously, because here we are. But no, it does it. The people, I, I like that because the people are the reason why we love yeah. the skin we're in because they, they helped us get to a point yeah. where we, we're not judged. We're right. not, no one's looking at us. No one's and I have to say that before, not that it was intended that way, 
but it was the people that were that we were around that were telling us that we were not okay. Yeah. Whether it whether the people on the TV, whether the people in magazines or people, you know, the church or, you know, parents, teachers, whatever that mm-hmm. they were, you know, cover up, you know, mm-hmm. that that's not okay. You know, we we were getting messages from other people. So it's literally just it's the people that you're that you surround yourself with that make such a difference. Mhm. So you get comfortable in your own energy and then know how to protect your energy. Now, we talked about, uh, you were here for part of the last interview, we Mm -hmm. talked about this environment and the people here Mm -hmm. and the tribe mentality. Again, I said my tribe word, I got it back in. I love that word. We are tribe words. It makes sense. It does. Um, The people here honestly look out for one another Mm -hmm. in a way that you don't see most places. Mm -hmm. Um, For, as a woman, knowing how society treats women i hate to use the word treats women but but the, the way women feel in society about being objectified sexualized all those different things as a woman do you feel in this environment that that is a is, is even a thing anymore um if i can get nerdy for a sure. second energetically speaking like i said the at the high vibe is how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. um and as i get to know people i i what I what I get off on is seeing people's journeys, I, seeing mm-hmm. them grow. How how did you become who you are today? You know, I I love the person that you are. I want to know your story. How did you become who you are? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I want to know the 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 crappy stories too. But I don't want I I want them not to be crappy stories for you. Um, They're part of your journey. It's exactly. A in your book. Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly the point. Is it's a chapter in your book. I, I don't want it to be a you know to be a sore spot for you because it's part of who you are. Right. Um, and as you get more comfortable within yourself, you get more. You get. You vibe at a higher frequency. Let's you know. There's the nerdy part as far as that goes. But basically, you. The reason that we all feel the way we do, I think, is because we're we're all more aligned because we're more comfortable within ourselves. We we kind of we have a better sense of who we are um, because of this the the freedom yeah. because of the freedom that we experience every you know every day here yeah. you know living here. Um, or even if you come to visit, yeah. Or even, even yes. No, when you come through the yeah. gate, yes. you're different. Right. There's the, there's the freedom. Like I said, as far as for me, uh, it's while I love being naked, it's more about the freedom that I feel. I can be who I am. Nobody's no nobody's judging me based on my clothes, based on my personality, or anything like that. Because we have so many different assortments of people. Mm-hmm. You know, we have people from well, all are, different walks of life, all different. Because. The purpose of the podcast is mm-hmm. to help people come to a point of loving the skin they're in. Right. You're not judged on your body. Exactly. Your body's not sexualized. You're not objectified. Right. You know, like right. I said, we have people out here, you know, we talked about it before, mm-hmm. mastectomies, one boob, no boob, no one cares. Right. right? I and, love that story, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my story. The, yeah. S- S- Sally, the solo single. Yeah. Oh, my God. Changed my life. She just blew you away. And I yeah. can only imagine yeah. how that felt. Changed, changed my life. No, but I, I bring it back up again because that's what we're trying to stress. Uh-huh. As nudists, we've cut to a point where we look to the person inside. Right. And yeah, they're naked, but you right. don't even notice anymore. After the like first five minutes, you know, you don't even realize everybody's naked. It's, right. You're, 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 you're <laughs> right. having a conversation. You're, you're not you're, looking at no, that no, no. because you're getting to know the person. Exactly. Well, what I always thought was really interesting um, is 
nudists kind of have a different mentality and you kind of take on a different mentality when you're you become a, mm-hmm. a, a nudist because i mean okay bill's sitting here nude mm-hmm. you're in your in my blanket yeah <laughs> and i'm in jeans and a hoodie because i'm freezing <laughs> but we're all nudists even uh-huh. though we're not all sitting here nude but right. we, we have the mentality of a nudist and we're yes. all sitting here having a conversation looking at each other in the eyes yeah we're listening to what there's each other a naked saying. guy in the room and no one cares and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I look around assuming maybe there's someone else here no, no, yeah yeah no, no, it's, it's just you right. take on that you there is a there is a, a nudist mentality right. and it doesn't really have anything to do with whether you're nude right. or not it's i'm enjoying the conversation conversations are authentic conversations are an exchange of opinions and ideas and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um whereas inauthentic conversations are me trying to impress you trying to figure out what what do you want me to say or do to make you like me whereas i feel like here it brings out your authenticity because i you know, there's just we are re- we're re- revealing ourselves. Yeah, it's kind of hard to be fake when you're about naked. Ourselves. What? It's kind of hard to be fake when you're naked. You can't right. fake it. It's, exactly. It's, this is you. But, exactly. But you still get that from people here, yeah. even if they're not naked. It's, we yeah. talk about all because the time. that's who we right. are. Right. It's a it's a mindset. Yeah. It's the free. It's just the freedom it was mindset. Funny, funny mm-hmm. last night we were doing the trick or treat trail ride thing, and friends of ours from here, Jason and, and Stephanie, came up, and Jason goes. I've never seen you in this many clothes ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never, wow. It was you know, chilly. Yeah. It was. The wind yeah, was, it was, yeah. It was cold. Yeah, so, yeah, though we're nudists, we're not stupid. Exactly. Yeah, it's cold out. We'll cover up. I've know. been hearing that phrase lately yeah. now that it's getting chilly out. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, but again, if I can get to the point where I can be comfortable, I'm going to be. I'm going to be out of my clothes. Right. I'm not, yeah. the temperature is not uncomfortable to me, so I'm sitting here. Right. Room. I you envy know? that. I would love to. I, I'm trying to. I'm, Kind of working on it, not well, working I've got, really I've got, hard. I've got a layer of blubber, so that's part of it. I'm like a whale, so no, I'm not that big. I used to be. If, if you've listened to our podcast, you've heard my story of my weight loss journey and things. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm I'm probably, I think, in, from the time I got to my lightest to where I'm at now, I've gained about 60 pounds back of all the weight that I lost, and I'm okay, okay with it. I mean... I'd like to be healthier. Jared and Stacey are here. The point is, you don't care. I don't care physically. How do you feel? Do you feel healthy? Uh, Healthier. I mean, maybe there's, yeah, I mean, there might be stuff, whatever, but but you feel healthy, so you feel good. That's really what matters. uh, Well, it's like it's with me. Yes, there's things that I would change mm-hmm. or that I will change or that I'm in the process of changing. Mm-hmm. But it's but the you. big the big mindset that has changed since mm-hmm. I became a nudist is mm-hmm. I don't it doesn't bother me what other people think anymore. Right. When I'm walking through Walmart, I don't sit there worry about like, oh, they just glanced my way. That's because they they're thinking about my hair looks bad or, you know, I have right. the wrong color shoes or... Or if you're browsing I, through the dresses, what, you know, they're going to wonder about the size that yeah, you're picking I, up. Yeah, I don't stuff, worry yeah. about... You can't wear that. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I used to have so much anxiety <laughs> yeah. over things like that. And that's definitely mm-hmm. the biggest thing I've got out of mm-hmm. being a nudist. Because you're comfortable enough in your own right. skin that all that stuff... Yeah, I like, yeah. What, I like what I that you were stressing about. It's the mindset. Mm-hmm. It has. It really has nothing to do with the fact that we're, you know, you're sitting here naked, and I'm in my blanket, and you're in clothes. It has nothing to do with what we're wearing. It's literally the mindset. Once you get kind of 
immersed into this world. And like I said, it does. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I, like I said, I feel like in the, one of the other perks is I feel like in the outside world, they have, they have more rules to follow. Mm -hmm. I guess one of the reasons that I keep saying the word freedom is because here there are fewer rules to follow. Oh, definitely. I mean, the, and by rules, I mean the arbitrary rules, the societal, societal norms, as you called it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think yeah. ru- a lot of times rules are stupid. Yeah. The biggest problem I had with my dad is all the rules he set. Yeah. You know, he was trying to be so controlling because he, and he like put all these rules upon me. And then he had, and then he had a problem when I, in high school, I rebelled and I broke all his rules. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, stop putting all these rules on me. You know, maybe no, pay we, attention and get well, to know who the hell not, I am. It's not a free for all here, uh, folks. No, I don't want to right. Yeah, right. Anything yes, goes, yes, yeah. No, no, I right. Well, no, there's a respect no. thing, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Everybody's what you're respectful, it's like though. When, when you go, you know, you go to church, they expect you to wear a certain type right. of clothing. Here, right. you go to but church. Also the you behavior, but also the behavior. <laughs> You're judged on your behavior. Exactly. That's what we're about. There it's is judgment the rules. in the nudist room. Yeah. In, in a nudist environment, mm-hmm. there is judgment, but mm-hmm. it's the right kind of judgment because you're judged on your behavior. Yes. Good as, point. As, as a reflection of your character. So right. if you act like an idiot, mm-hmm. they're going to treat you like an idiot. Exactly. And you're going to go into the gate. Right. Right. We're I, not going to put up with it. So there are uh-huh. rules. But it's right, not, but those type of exactly. people are, are they're the ru- they're rules that matter. They're yes. rules that make a difference in our in how we interact with each other. We are respectful to each other. We will be treated with respect. We we get the respect that we allow. Yeah, you know, you if we allow exactly, it's literally it's literally what I teach. It's law of attraction. Yeah. Whatever you're putting out there, if you're putting out there that anybody can walk all over me, they're going to. If you're putting out there that I will do whatever you want me to do, you're going to get people who are going to ask the world of you and demand the world of you. That's that's how it works. You know, that's the energy you're putting out there as you're getting more comfortable with yourself. You know, you're you're realizing what you will and won't allow. Mm-hmm. You know, there are also your, you will allow people to love you now. You know, for a long time, like I used to think when I was a kid, I thought I was ugly. And when people would compliment me, I'd argue. You know, they'd say, oh, you know, I like your outfit or something. And I'd say, oh, you know, I, I don't like how it fits. Or, you know, maybe, you know, I'd, I'd start picking at myself. And it was like, it was like I'm shooting back the compliment. Like, no, I can't take that. That, that just, that doesn't jive with me. That didn't make sense to me. And then one day somebody told me to just shut up and say thank you. <laughs> um, because, and she told me, she said, you know, it's offensive. Uh, it offends me that you're like, you have your opinion. If you don't like how it looks, it's fine. But I like how it looks. And you're completely dismissing my compliment. Yeah. You're totally dismissing my opinion. Makes so you rethink she, it. So she would not allow me to dismiss her opinion. Mm-hmm. She was standing strong in that. And she taught me that. Mm-hmm. So after that, I just, I learned to shut up and say thank you. Hey, um, I learned to shut up and say thank you, and eventually it started sinking in. I was like, "Why do people? Why do people like, you know, how this looks?" Or I started exploring, you know, other people's opinions, and then eventually I took it on myself, and now I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I think I'm I I have a much better self-image yeah. today. Great. So I don't have an exact aha moment, but it's just been a progression. It, it, it's it's mm-hmm. been a journey. Yes. A journey. Well, we'll continue on that journey. I, I am so thrilled at the people that I'm that I'm continuing on this journey on. with. Yes, I am exactly. Welcome to the tribe. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, this has been wonderful. It's you give us a unique perspective. I mm-hmm. mean, 
some of the topics you, you talk about is not something we generally talk about on the podcast, but it all kind of plays together in the sense that we're honestly trying to love the skin <laughs> we're in. We use nudism as, as, as part of our journey, right. but you're a nudist who has another way of taking the journey in mm-hmm. addition to being a nudist. Right. You've got, you know, the law of attraction. So, right. I mean, so it, it's been, it's, they kind of work well together. So yeah. I think it's, it's a different, different perspective than what we would have. Which is right. always great to get. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why we, we ex- we're, we're exchanging we're, opinions and ideas. And we're mm-hmm. trying to being reach authentic. Many, we're trying other. to reach as many people as we can. You know, Denise telling her story, someone's from abuse. Me, someone telling a story as a guy who, you know, was suicidal because they hated his body. Right. Couples, you know, coming in and sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, we One of our podcasts was a lady who's not a nudist, and she uses nudity as part of her empowerment program. Mm-hmm. And then a, a British naturist. We had one from another part of the world where things are, in, like in England, you can literally walk down the street naked anywhere in the United Kingdom as long as you're not doing it to cause offense. There's got to be a, a purient. Thing, okay. All right. So if it's not naughty, it's okay. Okay. You know, so but, so if you don't make a big deal out of it, I won't either. No, it's you can't say, okay. hey, hey, look at me. You're right. causing offense. You know, right. It doesn't, in practice, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen right. that way, but their mentality about nudity, nudity is mm-hmm. different because right. sheer, just being naked is not offensive. It's what you do. Again, you're judged on your, 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 your behavior. behavior. So they approach naturism, as they call it overseas, mm-hmm. differently than we, we do here in the U.S. I didn't know that. Thank yeah. you. I, yeah. I love knowing that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So anyway, so we've been, I've really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us today. Yes, I think thank you're you. Gonna, you're going to get to a segment of the population that your story is probably going to grab someone's attention that I couldn't grab. So that's why well. we, that's why I wanted you to come on. <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you so much for sitting with us. I'm thank thrilled. You. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 11 of the love the skin you're in podcast. Yael is a very unique lady. She is a, prime example of the different type of people you will meet at a place like Oak Lake Trails. She has some very interesting insights into the universe. Of course, she calls herself the universe whisperer. She has a lot of information to share and she asked us prior to the interview to try to keep her on track and keep her between the lines. So sometimes we start to stray a little bit. She has so much she really wants to share. So we are going to share some of her world in the podcast notes, in the notes section, there is a direct link to her. You can get to her webpage for her Universe Whisperer. There's a way to contact her. You can read more about what she is in this world to share. She's an interesting lady. We had a great conversation both before and after the podcast. And of course, you heard the conversation we had during the podcast. We'd love to hear your comments, your your concerns, your criticisms, and your praise send us a note love the skin you're in 2023 at gmail.com follow us on twitter slash x at at nisi and bill that's the love the skin you're in podcast social media page on x you can follow us there you can reach out to us on spotify you can leave messages for us direct messages are always welcome as well If you want to be part of the podcast, please reach out. We'd love to hear your story of how you learned to love the skin you're in. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Love the Skin You're In podcast. 
Your hosts, Nisi and Bill, hope you enjoy the show and will come back and join us as we explore body acceptance and self-empowerment through social nudity. We hope that this podcast will help show you that you too can love the skin you're in.